0: Did you have any relationship where it seemed like the things that the other person valued the most ended up being the things that they hated the most? Maybe they loved a certain aspect of you, a certain way you interacted with people, a certain way that you dealt with friends and family, a certain work ethic that you had, a certain personality quirk or different things like that that you had. And at the very beginning, they're like, man, I love this. Me too. This is how I like it. This is what I like. Like, you're amazing. I love that so much. And they praise those traits up so much. And then towards the end of the relationship, it seemed like those exact traits were the ones that they were repulsed by. That they hated, that they attacked you for. You see, a lot of times a narcissist will attack your traits as being false. They'll attack your personality, the things that they beef up. They'll tear it back down saying this is the this is the reason why we're not even together. It's because of these things. And you're left there scratching your head and wondering, but like, but wait a second, like that's the stuff you said you liked. I never said that. And that's not something I liked. I hate that about you. You got too clingy. You got too oversensitive. You got too needy and too emotional. like, I'm not going to be able to deal with that. So I'm going to remove myself. A lot of times you'll see narcissists that'll use different thoughts, different words like that to be able to confuse you, to be able to make you feel like you're crazy because they like to attack your traits and use those as faults as they get out of the relationship. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. If you guys don't know who I am, my name is Ben Taylor, self-aware narcissist on this platform to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. If you don't follow me on the other platforms, check out TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn. Would love to be able to have you interact with us there. Just look up Raw Motivations. If you want to listen to it on the podcast, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, just look up Raw Motivations there. If you haven't had a chance to download the Narc app, go to narcapp.com. N-a-r-c-a-p-p.com stands for Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community, the community of like-minded people to help you heal, grow, and change. Be able to have courses, have accountability, log in to weekly lives, to monthly group coaching, like a whole bunch of stuff that's included in the app, and a lot more that's coming as well. Check that out on narcapp.com. We'd love to have you participate and be a part of our community there. So one of the things we're talking about today is the idea that narcissists will attack your traits as faults. And typically what you see is the idea of blame and projection. A lot of times you'll see that initially, where narcissists will use this to be able to put the blame on you, to be able to say, hey, this is your fault. Sometimes it's using those exact same traits. Sometimes it's using the stuff that the narcissist is doing, and it's putting it back on you. They'll also use the aspect of projection, of let me go ahead and project my feelings, my emotions, my thoughts onto you so that I don't have to deal with those. And so I don't have to deal with the blame, the shame, the guilt that I'm feeling about the things that I'm doing or the things that I've done. A lot of times you'll see a narcissist that'll use this where they'll put their emotions and they'll box them up. They'll put their feelings and they'll box them up and they'll shove them onto you be like, that's your fault. Like, why are you so angry when you're not angry at all? But they're the ones that are upset about what they've done or how they've responded to someone, whatever it might be. Okay. And there's aspects that there's the components at the very beginning of the relationship that they use those as being, hey, these are the reasons why at the end of the relationship. And that gets a lot of people like really confused and really feel like they're crazy at the end of it. Like, wait a second, like I thought you loved this. And then they're like, no, I never loved that. Like that's a huge aspect of gaslighting over a period of time, over a long relationship that makes people think maybe I'm the toxic one because they didn't like how I was doing. A lot of times you'll see this and those attributes shift and those attributes change. So like at the beginning of the relationship, you spend tons of time together and and that countless time that obsession almost feels like amazing of like a found soulmate this is the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with every waking minute together so like we spend all this time together and it goes from zero to 60 really fast and we're just so in love so connected and as the relationship progresses and it slowly changes it gets to the piece be the place of them saying hey like we spend too much time together like, you're too clingy. Like, I really hate this. Like, I need space. Like, I can't handle this. And the stuff that they praise at the beginning starts being the stuff that they hate at the end. Maybe you're a person that's, you know, out there willing to help everyone, willing to, you know, be there for people, and you're, you're putting out a lot of effort, and they really said, like, hey, that's something I really admire, and then he gets an undulation end of the You're like, you know, you're really too sensitive. Like you, you connect too much with people. You really interact too much with people. Like it felt like I never had, you know, time. Maybe you were kind hearted and you, you engaged with different emotions with different people, giving empathy, giving sympathy. And then they turn around and they say like, wow, like you're really like over emotional. Like I don't want to be able to handle this from you because this is just too much. Maybe you were dedicated to your job. You're hardworking. You are establishing a great career for yourself. They might—they probably sabotage that because a lot of times that happens with narcissists. But then they'll use that idea of, like, wow, you're, you're abandoning me. Like, you're a workaholic. You did too much. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Maybe you were engaged with friends and family and you had a really close relationship with them and you had great interactions and, and a great time with your family. And throughout the relationship, you got pulled away, isolated, because you were told constantly that you were too obsessed that they had too big of a role in your life. And as a result, you need to be focused on the narcissist. A lot of times people struggle with that. If that's you today and you do struggle with that, leave a comment down below to let other people know that they're not alone. Maybe you've heard those same words, too clingy, overly sensitive, over-emotional, you're banding us, you're workaholic, you're too obsessed. A lot of times those things will be brought up and said to be able to control you but also to make you feel crazy. So a lot of times people wonder they're like why do they even attack? Like why even go after us? Like why does it even matter? Like why after go go after the traits that are like I thought were great things. Well, the first aspect is a narcissist will attack you for the traits that you have. One because they don't understand. Because they don't have those same traits. A lot of times they'll attack different traits because they're ones that I don't really get. Like you have empathy, you're caring about people, you're, you're you're wanting to spend time with people, like all these different things. And like, I don't get that. So like, doesn't doesn't really matter. Another aspect is not just they don't understand, but the other aspect is they don't care. A lot of times people need to hear this multiple times is the narcissist doesn't care about you. A lot of times people look at the relationship and they're like, wow, like they attacked me because of my inner light. They attacked me because I have all these good traits and they wanted to take these traits from you. A lot of times a narcissist just doesn't freaking care. Like A lot of times they don't care that like you're a good person or that you have these good traits. They might take a trait to be able to modify it for the next person or to be able to make them look and to blend in more with society. But they're not going after you because of your intrinsic good or your worth or your value. Narcissist doesn't look like that because they don't understand. They don't care. They devalue to control. They want to devalue and put you back down. They're attacking for that reason to get you back in line. This is why a lot of times a narcissist will get with, you know, a highly educated or a high-paying job person or a high-status or society person, and they'll get with them thinking, hey, this is going to make me feel and look better, and then they get with that person and they realize, oh, it doesn't. Like I'm still the same crappy person. This person is still pretty amazing. So I need to do whatever I do to devalue them, to get them down to my level. So I have control. So I can lord it over them. So I have power over them. So I can make them back in line. So I can make them my servant. I mean, that's really the aspect. They don't, they don't. The reason why they attack is they don't understand. They don't care. They devalue to control. And they want to control that over you as the only source of validation. If I can isolate you and make sure that you don't have any other outputs, or any other inputs into your life, then you have to come back to me for that validation. And the thing you have to understand, so we've kind of talked through some of that, kind of talked through why they don't, why they, keep messing that up, why do they attack? We talked through why they attack. They don't understand, they don't care, they devalue your control, and they want that control over you, okay? The thing you have to understand is know your worth those traits that you had at the very beginning that they end up devaluing, that they end up pushing down, a lot of times those traits are your superpower, are the aspect that make you you, that make you amazing, that make you effective, that make you great at a job, that make you great interacting with family, that make you great with a career or inspirational. Those attributes, those traits that you have are amazing. But you have to understand that first. You have to understand know your worth. I've given the example a couple times of a diamond. If you have a diamond and you give it to two different people, one person takes it and they put it in a glass case. They shine it up. They have a professional person polish it. They make sure the lighting is just right to catch all the angles and make sure that people are able to see how great, how gorgeous it is. Then you have the other person that takes it and drops in the mud and walks away. And oftentimes you've been with that person who's dropped you in the mud and who's walked away and you start to think that that mud defines who you are, but that mud is just a covering and is a coating for the person that's actually underneath that can come out and say, hey, I can get cleaned up. I can get rid of the shit that's been on me and I can develop my worth. The traits that you have are not your fault. Narcissus wants to make you think that those positive traits are all your fault and are all negative. A lot of times you can go to previous relationships to friends, the families, as long as all those are healthy and go to them and be like, Hey, like, do you see like me being oversensitive? Do you see me being over Like what is actually going on there? Because as soon as you're able to ground yourself in the truth and in the values of the situation, you're able to start defining who you are. That's a huge aspect in this process is knowing your boundaries, knowing your worth, defining who you are and the direction you want to go. And as soon as you're able to find that, the direction you want to go, that's when you start to set up your values That's when you start to set up solid, solid boundaries. And that's when you start to develop and know your worth. Because those are the two things that repulse narcissists more than anything else. is a person who knows their worth and knows their boundaries because they won't get sucked in to a toxic relationship. I challenge you to do that today.